Welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I am Justin. And I'm Darren. And we typically talk about puzzle games and plot holes. And today we'll be yet another puzzle game, I believe. We're going yeah. to be talking about We Were Here. This is a game that I think it's fair to say that we both enjoy. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Well, what I'd like to start with uh, briefly, because I suspect this is a game that a lot of people have possibly not heard of. Uh, so I would like to suggest that uh, we do like a short spoiler-free section, mm-hmm. <laughs> very short, and yeah. then move on to uh, the total spoiler section. So how would we describe this game? Um, well, a good a good way to describe it for me would be free is uh, is a, is an important one because. Uh, I think we both had We Were Here 2 wishlisted, or at least I had We Were Here 2 wishlisted at 10 bucks, um, but I hadn't got around to buying it yet. And then it wasn't until someone else pointed out to me, oh, have you played We Were Here? And then I realized, oh, the first original one is actually free. I can try it out. I had no idea about that. I already had the, the free one wishlisted, which I had done just as a reminder to play it later. I actually had no idea what this game was. It just sounded like an interesting concept. So I had wishlisted it. I didn't even know the sequel existed. Oh, so we were opposites then. <laughs> we were pretty much opposites there. So, But this game, We Were Here, it is simply... It's like an escape room. It's an escape room for... For two people. It's right? a co-op escape room, yeah. yeah. It's kind of a gap-filled communicative game. Uh, there are two characters. One is the explorer. One is the librarian. You can play with friends or you can play with strangers, which I've not tried. I heard bad things about the playing with strangers uh, on the community. People are saying, "Why are they not talking?" Like people just either don't know to switch their mic on. They've got they're just maybe going through the Steam's um, filter system, going through free games and just trying it out. Uh, but they're not actually reading how they're supposed to play the game. Well, I think that that's somewhat understandable because the description of the game, as I remember it is a little confusing. It makes it sound like you're an explorer and you need the help of a voice at the other end. But you might not realize that the voice at the other end is an actual person. Right. I think there's also an issue of... You and I had technical issues with our microphones at first. And if you're doing that with a stranger, you may not be patient enough to wait and find out. We could also send a message either through Steam or through a phone to say, hey... I can't hear you. Yeah. Whereas with a stranger, you don't have that possibility. So I could totally understand that being an issue. Yeah, because we did have mic problems at the start. We had to even reset a couple of times, I think. Oh, and then I was like, oh, my mic is muted. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Why won't this mic work? Yes. Yeah. I I think it's not really a spoiler. The thing is, when you're in-game, you can only talk via walkie-talkie, which uh, means that only one person can talk at a time. So you could have one person talking and possibly holding the button down and going, why is nobody talking on the other end? Forgetting the fact that they're already talking. So like once, I think there is probably an issue where a lot of people didn't grow up getting to have a walkie-talkie as a kid. Right. So they don't really understand how they work. And so they possibly think that it's a two-way, whereas it's a one-way mic, which is... And actually, that's probably a lot, that that probably does solve a lot of the issues that people have been having with that game. Then, because yeah, because they're saying why is no one talking? All of those reasons are probably I didn't even think about that actually. So, 
uh, especially because we had that we had to develop a system. We had to, well, not develop a system. We had to talk like proper walkie-talkie speak. Like every time we were finished, we would go over, you know. <laughs> yeah, which I'm terrible about. I'm always forgetting to do that. But yes, and then I would I would often remember something immediately and then start talking again. So I'm like over. Oh wait, and this over. <laughs> I guess we should have done some over and out, perhaps. Right. Over and outs. Yeah. All right. So the strengths of the game. Uh, that we can talk about even without spoilers. Uh, I put three, basically. Okay. One, as you said, it is free. I think that's really tough to beat. Uh, I mean, for the quality of the game, it's for a free game, it's, it's awesome. I like I've it. paid for games that I was much more disappointed in than this game. Like, I actually enjoyed this game. I would have paid a couple bucks for this game and been quite happy. Uh, I think it has interesting puzzles. And... I think it's fun, right? I think we had a lot of fun with it. We played through it three times, four, four. Well, you three and a half because you oh the the, you, the, the final achievement, left, yeah. Because there's there's one final achievement that we were both going for, so we played through it again. Yeah. But you don't have to go all the way through for the achievement. So once we had the achievement, he exited the game and essentially killed my character. Because <laughs> when you when one of you leaves, the other guy dies. That's that's the way it works. Weaknesses of the game. There are some mechanics. Uh, not to go into too much detail, there is a uh, an object that you're trying to carry that pretty much anything that you do, if you don't do it perfectly, it will return back to where it began. And that is incredibly irritating. There are some books that you're supposed to look at and moving them around to look at them can be awkward, I found. Those books, I could... Could you get them to rotate, like, so you could read them across? Because I could only ever rotate them on their side. I, had to... I was reading them sideways as well. Ah, okay. That's part of why I was telling you, hold on, this is going to take a minute. Right, right. Infrequent checkpoints. That's a problem. And and checkpoints that don't seem to make any sense. Like I mean, It's the... just like you complete... One puzzle, you get a checkpoint, and then you go another two puzzles without a checkpoint. There seem to only be, I think, about three checkpoints. It's a bit irritating, uh, especially at the beginning, when I, I think we got through the first two and went, oh, that'll be good for tonight, and then when we started up the next night, realized we had to start at the beginning again. I would say that some of the puzzles, they don't give you much time to solve them. I, I mean... It, especially if they're expecting you to get it the first time. I think they're not, though. I don't think they give you enough time. I think that the thing is, for you and me, knowing that we're going to start back up together again, that's fine. But if I'm playing this with a stranger, that's not enough time. Uh, there's one, I don't want to talk about it now. Uh, there, there's actually two, I think, where this is a real issue. And I don't really want to talk about it in the spoiler-free mm-hmm. section. We will talk about it in the spoiler section. Uh, but I... I personally feel like it's too short. I do understand that the timing gives it some... Suspense? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, But we'll we'll talk about that in the spoiler section. So if you have not played We Were Here, I would definitely recommend get it with a friend. It's free. Try it out. We plan to play the sequel at some point. And this would... I mean, we haven't played the sequel yet, so we don't know. But we're assuming this is a good representation of what you would be getting in the paid version yeah yeah i would imagine so and Uh, i think that's a great way to market it essentially and also if you are playing for the first time like the 
bear in mind that the two characters that you get do have roles. So if you're more of a puzzle solver, um, you've got the explorer, you've got the librarian. So the, the librarian is more of the mental challenge. That's He's got more of the puzzle solving and the explorer is more physical, more... He's the guy that has to move the stuff and you both have to be good at describing things. It's almost like a game of, um, what's that, uh, like not Pictionary, but like charades almost, but only through... Through words. Through words, yeah. Um, it, it's similar to a game called Keep Talking and No One Explodes, where you have to basically defuse a bomb and one person has to describe it. Is a similar concept to that. And it works very well, but yes. That, that's part of the reason why I would say play with a friend, because you have a similar knowledge base, and you can talk about the way you describe things. You will understand better than some stranger who may be halfway around the world. Well, especially when, if we get into how we describe some of the objects later on. Uh, yes. So that's it for the spoiler-free section. If you're at all interested and we were here, it is free on Steam. Go try it now. For the rest of you, let's dive into it. Yep. So let's discuss, I think, uh, how do you want to do it? Should we go through puzzle by puzzle? Uh, sure. Um, yeah, puzzle. I mean, puzzle by puzzle. There's only seven to talk about, isn't there? So. There's not a whole lot. Yeah. So when, we, when you first go into the room, we didn't know what we were doing, so we just joined and then I was the explorer and was you were the librarian. librarian. Yeah. And so we made it through Oh no, we didn't make it through because we had the microphone problems. So we had kind of put together what the first clue was, where it says like the answer lies and then you have a book that says between the eyes, right? So that gave us the the answer to the first well, pretty much led us in the direction of the first answer so but then we restarted and then suddenly i was in a different room and so were you because we now switched roles so now i was the librarian because I didn't, I didn't even realize that that was an option i i didn't even think about it to be honest i didn't think they would put us in well i don't know what i thought because that makes total sense that you would start in two different rooms if you're starting as two different characters once we got started it it was pretty straightforward right uh you you had the eyes and you were something <laughs> So the, the part of the frustration of the walkie-talkie thing is there are a number of times where I just want to say, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You don't have to keep explaining. Because you were describing kind of every symbol that you had on the wall. I was like, yeah, I, I was just there. I know what you're looking at. One of the beautiful things about this game is that it changes. So the eyes, the color will change every time you play. So they have a whole chart of what the answer might be. Yeah, so you're not just spamming the same answer over and over again. And that happens for not all puzzles. So, no, so no, there's some that you thankfully, can Thankfully. Yeah, you can walk through. I think there's only two. Two that uh, kind of reset. Two that stay the same. The, 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 the chess. No, no, Because no. uh, there's... The chess and the play. The chess, the play, and the labyrinth. Oh, of course, the labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the eyes is a pretty simple one, but I think that that's a brilliant way to start off. So you, because there's no time limit on the eyes. Yeah. So that gives you a, well, it gives you ample time to look, talk about what you can see around the room. What does your room look like? What does your room look like? And then realize a bit of what's going on there. Right. And it's an easy puzzle. 
but that's also a good way to start you off. Right? Because, again, you may be communicating with a total stranger. This is a good way to start off. And so you solve the eye puzzle. You've looked at the chart. The explorers push the two buttons they need to. And then a door opens, which is fantastic. Yeah. Right? Because not just for you, but also in the librarian's room. So for both of you, a door has opened. And so you both get to kind of explore a little bit. And then you're greeted as a librarian with a lot of portraits that ha are similar, which is very cunning, I think, because if there were just portraits of regular animals, right, like an elephant, a duck, that would have taken very little time. It wouldn't have been an issue. But because they made them kind of crazy, right, Here's a stork with a human skull, right? Or a stork with a regular head or a stork with another bird's head on its back. You know, the back of the head and the feet are different, right? And the color of the background. It gives you many things to describe, but it also means that you actually have to be paying attention. You can't just guess your way through it. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, That was a cool puzzle. I mean, I, I like that. And that's the first... That's. So your first puzzle is no time limit. This one has a time limit. But I really like this because I didn't realize it was a time limit until there's a ticking clock. There's a grandfather clock. And every time it goes bong, bong, and then the ticking starts again. And you're like, is that at the same speed? I, I think it is. Maybe it's just me. And then by the time of the it, third... It gets or, obviously faster. But the third or fourth like uh, ringing, it's like, oh no, that's getting faster. Oh no, oh no, something's coming. Something's, you can hear scratching and stuff. That's great. I really like that. I thought that was a really nice effect because I was like to you, Justin, please get me out of here. <laughs> There's also a mechanic they've created where your vision narrows as you're running out of time, which is a little frustrating, but at least it is a marker to know how much time you have, essentially. Yeah, that was annoying for the chess one. We can talk about that later, obviously, when, when we get to it. But mm. because you need your vision. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, the the portrait room puzzle, I thought, was really good. And even though we died, I think, once only or twice. I think we might have died twice in that one. Possibly. Um, because I think I didn't realize how many similar pictures there were. Right. So I think you had, descri you you had described something and I looked for two of the elements and found it and went, well, this is definitely the one, uh, but perhaps the feet were different or something small was different that I didn't know. Yeah. So that's why from then on, we became even more, probably too specific, too specific about yeah. what it was. Yeah. Uh, but also we had a bit of an issue with some of the symbols. The symbols as well, because, yeah, because the symbols are really, some of them look like, animals like cats or turtles or whatever but some of them are quite abstract and that's really hard to describe oh, that was that was the issue too because we had an issue with i said oh it looks like a cat and there's two or three symbols that could look like a cat mm. and so by the end we were saying like is it a fat cat or a skinny cat because that that was a real indicator of which or there was one that was like a cat head that was just kind of yeah but you may not even understand that because they may have seen it as something else. Because yeah. what I saw as a skinny cat, you said looks kind of like a flower the first time. So it really depends on the way you interpret things. Though the one that looks like a turtle is... Definitely a turtle. Definitely a turtle. <laughs> but that's the thing as well. It's like, so you die 
and then you, 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 but you develop a. I mean, even if that would be quite hard to do with a stranger to know how they think or see things, or yes. or even afterwards to talk about it and say like, you know, was the was the cat this one? And like, no, 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 that's not the cat. It was I was talking about that other one. Ah, okay. And then you develop a, what's the word? Kind of a common understanding, a yeah. vernacular of some kind. Yeah. It's a penis with a Tetris piece on it. <laughs> that is very much what it looks like. I was going to say like a grain silo, but then I was like, I don't know if you would know what I'm referring to. So that... Yeah, I would have just... I mean, a, a bullet, I guess, uh, would be a bullet with a... I guess it would be an awfully fat bullet, but I guess yeah. it could be. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the symbols did not get used. We got the same pictures quite a lot. Mm-hmm. That board, we only used about, I'd say, five symbols. Like, the other ones didn't seem to ever come up on any of our playthroughs. Did you notice that? I noticed, but I just assumed that you'd have to play through a lot more times to get to them all. Mm. Or it's very possible that they maybe that they are the, limited, right? Or maybe just the random, the RNG was just, we just got the same ones. I mean, there's only yeah. 16 paintings, I think, anyway, something like that. Yeah. So, But yeah, but a lot of the symbols didn't get used. But then once you escaped the darkness, that was when we died again. And that was another another timed puzzle. Yes. That's a section that's a little weird as the librarian because uh, for the explorer, the door opens and it's right there. For the librarian, you have to walk out of the portrait room, walk around the corner before you even see that the door is open, and then you still have to walk down... Three flights of stairs? Yes, something yeah. like that. So you walk very far and... And meanwhile, I'm going, help, I'm drowning. Yes. <laughs> You're yes. like, what's going on? Why are you drowning? I have no idea. I'm looking at statues of knights in armor and things, not knowing what I'm supposed to even be looking for. And then I get to the end and there's water and three valves. And then they've done a very tricky thing of giving you a word that's written in a particular color. So I very quickly understood thanks to my art classes that I was looking at the three primary colors and I was probably going to have to make one, but you didn't know whether it was the color it was written in or the actual word itself. Or the border, because the border I, the border was also a different color as well. So that was a bit of an issue when there's time. And then, yeah, you definitely died because we did it wrong the first time. I think even with that puzzle, I think if you get it wrong on the first go, I don't think you get a second shot. Well, I'm not sure how I think you'd have to shut both valves and then maybe start over hopefully but i don't think we ever tried it to see yeah, i think we only died once on that anyway i think mm. it was just okay because we got lucky the second time i think so uh if you're stuck on that part it's the word yeah read the word yeah. and then do your simple colors or if, if, you're, it, if you're like, or if you're like me and you know nothing about art say okay justin i'm looking at the word green how do i make green it's blue and yellow yes <laughs> There's a very limited number of combinations. Yeah. yeah. And that gets us through then, uh, what is next? The Labyrinth would be next. Uh, right? Yeah, the maze is next, yeah. Yeah. So, the maze was fun. The maze, was, the maze took us the longest, I think. It to, took to us the longest, I think, because it was... Well, I was petrified to move at the start because I was like, oh, I'm going to get trapped and then we're going to have to Because restart. the last two things killed we, you. And because of checkpoint problems as well. I don't... I think... Was the maze the first checkpoint? I think maybe it was. Yeah, it might be. And so I was petrified to move in case we had to go through all of that again. Yeah. yeah I, you were afraid you'd get locked in Because there's a lot of portcullises and stuff. Yeah. by the portcullis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think part of it too was the fact that we had just died in the last two. 
so we didn't really want to die again on this one. As a librarian the first time, the labyrinth was very tricky for me because I didn't know what to look for, right? I kept looking at that map and you, you had said, oh, I, I saw a map when I was in there before. Is there a map? There is, but it's pretty useless because there's nothing on it, yeah. right? So I was going back into the portrait room. I was going back down to where the valves were. Did I miss something? Was I supposed to grab something and bring it back? For a long time, we were trying different books, but they didn't seem to make any sense, right, with what we were looking at. And then there's this projector, and I, this, I hate this projector so much in, like, every way. But So I thought, oh, well, the answer is on the projector somehow. Uh, I see that the reel says, you know, great chess moves. So I thought somehow we would have to follow the moves that the pieces would take on the chessboard to ah, get through. Okay. But I couldn't get the projector to work because it's not time for the projector to work, which just irritated me because I can't tell you how many times I tried to get the projector to work. And it didn't work because it just wasn't time yet. It took a long time before I even found the lever. And so then I, I tripped the lever and went, oh, there's a sound. I'm probably going to die. Because whenever you heard a sound on the other end, that meant you were going to die. And then picked up the map. And it was just one of those amazing aha moments, right? That there it is. That's what was missing. Now everything is on the map. Irritatingly, only for a short time. Yeah, and then you got to go back and pull the lever again. And... and the symbols, once you know what the symbols mean on the map, X is a lever, the open rectangle means an open door, solid rectangle means a blocked door, or the portcullis is down, it makes complete sense. But it's very hard to know that just looking at the map. So I'm telling you, on the other end, I've got all these symbols, I don't know what they mean. <laughs> and we had to go through... And you had to describe everything to me. And then we had to figure out what one lever does. And there was a time where we were very concerned that one lever might switch two different doors. Oh, God, which yeah. Which it does, but of the same color. So it's it's manageable. Yeah. We were afraid that it was just, it was kind of random. And we'd have to keep going until we really and take notes of which ones were going yeah. up and down. Uh, which, that would have been a nightmare. No, yeah. what they've done is, it's a very simple puzzle when you understand how it works but complex enough from the from the start yeah and then having to describe where you are as the explorer in the maze versus what i can look at on the map as well could be a bit confusing because right? the map is simplified but even the, as the explorer there's a lot of like side rooms but they all kind of loop around to follow that map anyway so it's like that map's a very simple basic map and yeah once once we understood all oh, that, those are the stairs, but you didn't know if they were up or down, but it's like everything makes sense and we were able yeah. to do it. But in the maze as the explorer, there's red herrings because there's those paintings of yes. the weird animals again. This guy had a fetish for strange, strange animals with different body parts on it. Because there's like a dog with a candelabra on its head. Yeah. And another like one a, that seems to be drooling. There's a big a bulldog of yeah. drool. Um, the flying cat was my favorite. <laughs> the cat with wings. Um, and also, just to freak me out, because I'm not very good with horror games, as you turn a corner, there's this body crawling across the floor for two seconds. And then it disappears around a corner. There's another part where there's somebody... Walking. Yeah. And it seems to disappear. And then disappears. We can save that for the end because I think if we're going to talk about 
the story and fill in some gaps we, about we the will. story. Yeah. That's that's definitely part of. I've got an idea of what mm-hmm. maybe this story is about. But so yeah, that puzzle it, was great. It was great. It took it, it took a good while for us to figure out, to be honest. And I think that we ended up calling it a night after that one. We and did. We it, did. Like I, I like the labyrinth a lot. Uh, the labyrinth is the labyrinth is good. However, it's not as good in the replay because I had stared at the map for so long and memorized it for so long while walking you through the first time that by the time we switched roles and I was the explorer, I think you... You didn't even need me. You like had to take a phone call or something and you're like, okay, where are you? And I'm like, I'm... I'm ready to leave the labyrinth. <laughs> I, I, I've already gone through. I remembered it. So, uh, yeah, like you said, they simplified it. So when you know what the, the simplified map looks like, uh, it's much like I w- would kind of guess knowing London overground versus the the underground metro system, right? I mean, the, the two maps do not match, but once you kind of understand how they match then you would have a much better idea of where you are. So even though the rooms with the levers are much bigger in the actual explorer side, if you can remember what they look like on the map, it's it's very basic. You know how to get from kind of point A to point B. And then back to point A, because you have to hit that blue lever like three times before yeah. you can get out. But yeah, so that's a good one. And then that leads to our next death. Our many deaths on the chess. The chess one. Lord. Which... Again, uh, well, let, let's let's talk first. Well, I'm, I'm going to take over here. Uh, the this is where the projector comes in, and this is where it's so frustrating. So, in the opening, I said that there's a mechanic that I really hated, and it is carrying that projector reel so much because anytime you bump anything, it just immediately ends up back on the table again, and then getting the reel onto the projector. It looks like it's on the projector, but it's not really. They're just showing you where it could be if you hit the action button. And so if you turn away, thinking that it's on there, it's not. And it's now back on the table again. You have to walk back downstairs. All the meanwhile, you as the explorer... Yeah, I'm freezing to death. You're freezing to death, which is terrible. Not not good. (laughs) So when I say timing, look, the portrait one is not a big issue the got, flooding got... one is not a big issue but this one this one i because just getting the projector reel on now i knew what a pain it was and i had figured this part out so i think by the second time you were going through the labyrinth when we came back and we were doing this again i already had the projector reel on and ready to go so that we could kind of get through this part the one nice thing is they don't make you walk into the labyrinth right away so if you and your partner know about this, the explorer can wait until you have the projector set up and ready to go so that they don't have to die while you're still trying to get the real Fumbling on there. Yeah. Uh, but the projector it gets a bit worse because you also have to rewind the film every time. And I think you even have to rewind it the very first time, right. which I would never think that I would have to do. But then it still wasn't working, which is frustrating me. But that's when you figured out you had to do something. So what did you have to yeah, do? Yeah, so I had to... Well, you go in, you're, it's like a giant chessboard, and then you wander around the chessboard thinking, oh, I can't really do anything. And then 
you realize there's a generator in one of the corners and so you have to do like a i don't know what you would call that a, like a mini game of like stop the stop the the dial in the green zone of the thing like the dead by daylight generator fixing part and then you do that but then you also got to go around the other side and push out or pull a lever or something like that to crank the generator once you've got the the green lights on and stuff but yeah once that's on then you then, then you can play the generator. i can play it can... but then i watch a film of chess moves as they happen one by one quite quickly as well i noticed when i was a librarian yes quite quickly until you need it to move faster and then it feels very very slow as you're telling me yeah. uh, i yeah. can barely see i'm about to die yeah what's the last move just give me a minute to rewind it and watch it all again yes <laughs> yes so that it, there's not many moves and i do appreciate that that it is a short game uh, but there was an issue as well where i was i think misinterpreting the symbols so what i thought was the queen and king i had them reversed yeah so that caused us some confusion I had grid markers on mine of letters and numbers, which you didn't have. And you said something about moving the piece, right? If you move the wrong piece. Oh, yeah. You can move you can move any two pieces. But when you move the third piece, if it's wrong, then everything resets. So even if I thought, oh, I'm on the right track, it's these two pieces. But it's another one, even if I was just waiting for you to figure something out or whatever. But the problem is it, it allows you to move any two pieces you can be completely wrong and you'll never find the answer you'll never brute force the answer to that chess to that chess one never yes. never i think it would be great if you were with some well two people if both of you knew how to do the fancy chess terms for where each square is on the board but i don't know those i don't know those like king's knight to bishop one <laughs> i have yeah. no idea what they're talking about <laughs> they always do it in movies so it yeah. must exist right because i think there was a time where people would possibly even way back play by post, right? Where they yeah. would, at the end of each letter, kind of say their next move. Because they would have those in the new, in the newspaper. They'd have those chess cross, uh, like chess crossword puzzles. That doesn't make sense. Those yeah. chess puzzles is like, what should the next move be, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or how do you win from here in three moves? But, but yeah, no, it was good. Once, we, once basically, because I, I, you were like the queen's uh, pawn, like the one in front of the queen. Move that two spaces, and because you're allowed to move the wrong pieces. So I thought we were getting somewhere. It's yeah. like, no, but that third one isn't moving, Justin. And then it's like, oh, it's the king. Ah, whoops. Yeah. Okay. Um, but now you know. The queen always goes which, in her own square. Well, which I would have known had I really been paying attention at the end. I was literally looking at the first two moves to try and get us started. It's very obvious by the end when the queen moves clear across the board, which is which. Yeah. But I, I was, All right, yeah, I was yeah, not yeah, looking yeah, far yeah, enough yeah. ahead. I was really worried about trying to describe to you how do I describe to you what I'm seeing? And so it, it's a very frustrating puzzle, but it's a very good one. I just think it needs to be a bit longer. The time. You mean uh, the, the, the from freezing to death? Yes, because freezing to death is awfully short. It I mean, it wouldn't be so written. bad if it was... It wouldn't be so bad if your vision wasn't... Because it's a vision-based puzzle. You need to see the pieces. And when you're looking at your screen through... I mean, and my monitor is really small. So when you're looking at it like the size of a quarter, trying to... Like, which one is the, this piece? It's uh, it's hard. It's, uh, it's a tough one. But we got there in the end. And uh, yeah, a little bit frustrating. Not my favorite puzzle of the game. But not not a bad one. But uh, like the labyrinth, an easy one to do once you've figured it out. Yeah, in a, in I, a I think I think when we replayed it, I didn't I didn't need you for that one. Like mm. I'd memorized like you'd memorized the maze. Then we get to a floor of spikes, 
where oh, yeah. we have to look at a book and then the librarian has to go through the six books spread out around the room and figure out which book matches the symbols that the explorer has not a not an overly difficult puzzle but no a, because we know we, we knew the symbols from before yeah. so we already had our they kind did of use, code yeah a lot of the same symbols so that helped uh, however going around the room because many of them start off with the same symbol so then you have to go into like the second or third symbol before you realize do i have the right book or not the right book the great thing about this one is you could die and it didn't restart the game personally i would just prefer it if every time we died we just start over in the same spot because that would have saved us time but i'm just imagining the number of times we would have had to go through it had we i i assume that they probably play tested that and found that too many people were dying. I think maybe if you step on a square, maybe a little bit to the off-center or something like that. I found it very tricky when I was the explorer to know exactly which square I was on, and a couple of times I stepped off the wrong way. The one thing about this puzzle was there were only about, like I said, six books, so there were only about six different combinations, right? So what you did, and then what I started to do after that as well, is you memorized one, and then you just kept dying until you got to the same uh, solution again, so that you could keep trying the same solution. Because I think that would have been very frustrating to keep trying different ones, and still like have just stepped over and died, and then try to do a new one. But it kind of took the I don't know, the semi-realism out of it by yeah. doing that. Yeah, kind of to remove kind of the urgency of the game a little bit by that. Because, yeah, I, that was it. It was just like, okay, I want this book again. I'm just going to keep dying until I get that book again. Oh, here it is. I know this way. Do, 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 through yeah. Navigate the minefield. But this is where we were talking about the as a librarian, the books. I was, I think I did once get a book properly arranged so that I could read the words what like portrait, up and like down portrait style yeah but only once i think I it was just such a hassle should there are just so many simpler ways they could have done that to make it just flip over and not not be sideways they could have just made the words be portrait on the book so you could just turn the book around so that was unnecessarily frustrating it was just a mechanic um, when a game frustrates me because of a mechanic like that is much more frustrating than oh well it's because it's challenging right but the challenge should not be in the mechanic per se right but yeah so we got through that and then that leads us to the last one correct yep which is the theater which is amazing because when you walk through we're we know we're in a theater but we're on opposite sides of the theater yeah so right. as a, as the explorer you are uh, backstage operating yeah. the the props yeah yeah and you see a rack of clothes yeah you got the the, the the costumes and the the set pieces and the the levers to drop those set pieces or slide them out onto the stage and you've got the audience pews and the the stage and uh, an old gramophone old record player right so you and a friend to well not yet not yet because <laughs> once you hit the record player that's when your friend appears and so for the first time the librarian is actually in danger Oh, yeah, I never thought about that. That's the mm. first time you're actually the one that gets to die yes. at that time. Believe me, because I was the first librarian in the... I was well aware that something was very wrong. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you're looking at the back of the kind of cutouts that will come onto the stage, and I can only see... The, 
Well, I can see both the front and back once they're out, but I couldn't see them until they came out. And we both have a trap door, so we know kind of what's going on. I play the record, but only I can hear it, so I have to tell you what we're hearing. And then kind of at first a frustrating, I would say a frustrating mechanic of having no idea what goes with what. They did do a good job of the the top row has kind of one broken lever so you know that the two must go to the two I believe are on, on the, the right. right and the bottom go to the three on the left but what goes with what you know when I was the explorer I had to write, write them down Be- because again there's a limited time so if I do the wrong one there's not enough time really to to fix it if you don't know what you're doing yeah we did die a few times on that and again good puzzles because frustrating at first but totally solvable like um once you get the hang of it, it once you've once you've understood what's going on it's like oh yeah i know what's happening and they even made it easier because we were so basically imagine you've got a stage and then you can slide things out onto the stage and then justin's on the other side saying okay i think this should go here uh, and then move out the other pieces and i think that's probably where that should go and that's probably where that should go but what i realized towards the end is you just keep winding that all the that way thing all the mm. way to the end so you don't have to judge you just keep you winding don't it. but we, were, we, but thought we thought we had you did to. yeah but it's actually a lot simpler than what we were we were making yeah. it more difficult though i will say when i was the explorer you were often telling me something needed to be one more further out. But the thing was, I think because I was hitting multiple levers at the same time, that it would stop one moving, even though I had turned it as far as it would go. I think you were mentioning there was a delay as well. Yes. <laughs> as a librarian, sometimes I noticed the arch would be moving and it would stop and then all of a sudden it would jump into place. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not sure what was going on there. Uh, to, but I like the puzzle. I like... Yeah. Uh, it gives a little bit of story, though. This is one where I kind of... The story's a bit weird. I mean, like, it, it, it's essentially... Uh, there's a happy kingdom, and then the king went crazy and killed everybody. The end. The end. <laughs> like, that, that's it. Like, oh, okay. So I don't know if that... I, I do want to talk about whether I think that's tied in or not. But that seemed like a very random story. I kind of wanted more there, I think. Uh, but the marionette is truly creepy yeah. i would say because you would describe it to me and i was like nah nothing's as creepy as what i've been through as the explorer and then when i played as the librarian i was like wow that's that's really scary <laughs> because he'll just all of a sudden you'll hear a tinkling sound and then the marionette will move and he moves like a japanese horror like something out of the grudge like just all all elbows and knees everywhere it's really now i didn't see this but you said this that at some point the mayor just sits in the audience. At some yeah. Point. Oh, that was that was because as he's coming, down, so basically he starts at the back of the of the doors, the entrance doors. Yeah. yeah, and he moves and he keeps on moving. And then by one point, yeah, he's actually sitting in the front row with his legs crossed, just watching you. And it's just like, oh, that's really freaky. So I didn't notice that because I was so focused on trying to get well, focused on not dying. I yeah. think the first time when it got that far, I did notice that the the closer you are to the marionette, your vision narrows. Yeah. Right. And that is, a once you know what you're doing, and we could do it quickly, it didn't really matter. But the first few times, it was a real hassle because as the marionette would get closer, I couldn't get to the front of the stage to play the next part of the record. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, once, once we knew all, all the parts of the story, then it doesn't matter as much. We could do it right to the end if we really wanted to. As a librarian, I thought I had a, I had a, 
kind of plan. Every I noticed that, and it was just bad timing for me, but every time I turned around to look at the stage to see where the pieces were coming, like when you were bringing them onto stage, I'm like, okay, that's them in position. And then you've got to pull the lever to get to act two or scene two, whatever. Then you'd hear the tinkle, then you turn around and the marionette had moved. And I was like, I wonder if this is like a Doctor Who thing, whereas if I look at that, will it still move? And so I was try- I was experimenting with that and it moves. And it's, it's, even, it's, it's, not, even, and it's, it's even not a creepier. weeping angel. No, no. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Because I'd never seen it move, but then mm-hmm. I did see it move once. I was like, okay, that theory is done, right? <laughs> Just get, get 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 to work. Yeah. Um, I do think it's very interesting when I was the librarian the first time. You seemed to be not as much in a rush, but it, and I was like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, and then I died. And then when you were the librarian and you could see the marionette coming towards you, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Now you know what I went through, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the marionette is is very creepy. Uh, but then, that essentially, like once once the play is done, the trapdoor is open, and then there's weird voices at that point, right? I think that is that not just the gramophone being wonky at the end? Like, I don't think so. I think so. I thought it was coming from the hole we were about to jump into, but it was not so i don't exactly know what was going on with that there is a weird part where i believe the play ends with and the king said and then it's that so is that what the king was saying yeah i i don't know if that's meant to be connected or if i was connecting that in my brain no i mean it's probably it's probably important i felt like that that wasn't complete so you wanted to you wanted to talk about story let's well, let's talk about the end first. Then let's let's go all the way to the end. Okay, so, fair so, enough. So, uh, <laughs> the easiest puzzle of all time, but kind of the most frustrating, is the fact that only one of you can escape, and so you have to step on a button essentially that opens a portcullis, and one person gets to escape and the other doesn't. Oddly, we're both wearing parkas. We're in like the Arctic or something. Yes. So it looks like, I mean... We jump in slow motion, kind of. Yeah, like the Trinity from the Matrix. Matrix style, yeah. yeah. And that's that's pretty much it. And then it gives kind of some vague text saying... It says... Yeah, did you write that? Um, it says... I think you wrote that. It says like... Um, it says something well, along the lines well, of... It says, have I, have I been here before? Yeah, was there another way? And was there another way? And so we're like, oh, there must be a way for us both to escape. There isn't. Yeah, not, not that I've found. No, I found something on a forum and it's like, there was a way, but it was through a glitch where you pulled some lever, jump onto the chandelier, and then you could like clip up through the roof or something like that. Like, <laughs> uh, So as a, as a librarian in that room. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think you can both escape. But have we been here before? Yes, I think so. So you're thinking this is the type of thing where... The person crawling and the person walking are we're seeing glimpses of our past selves. And I have even got a suspicion that one of us doesn't even exist on the walkie-talkie. Right. I think it might just be all in your head, all in your imagination. You could be the Mad King. You know? Did you notice that you can interact with the painting on the walls in the stairs as the librarian? Do you remember there's a big painting yes. as you're going upstairs? If you kind of aim at that and look at it, and, well, I don't know for a controller, but if you press E you get that full screen on your thing. Okay, no, I didn't notice that. Stuff like that really interests me because it's there for a reason. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, why am I allowed to look at this? Okay, because it's it's a nice bit of art and maybe they wanted to show it off, but why can I also extinguish torches? We never solved that puzzle. I'm sure that that's a puzzle because some torches you can 
extinguish and then reignite some of them you can't that bugs me because i think that it's there for a reason and if i find out that it's not then it's just like well you're just putting that there to mess with me but you know the, the painting is is there you're in a parka you can't see your own face i've got a feeling that you have trapped yourself in your own house and maybe even your own mind like this could all be just in your head you are this mad king maybe you've because in the beginning you're trekking to this place it looks a lot to me like the the hotel from the shining okay the overlook right <laughs> yeah so yeah. maybe you're I'm not, I'm not saying you've been snowed in and you've gone mad because of ghosts or not that but i'm saying maybe you've lived here maybe you're isolated you are this mad king uh this is this could all be in your head and you're just wandering around your hallways acting out some kind of weird fantasy. All right. I think that that could work. I kind of think you might be giving them a bit more than they've given. I think you're filling in the gaps for them. I don't <laughs> as, think as always. That much. Yeah. Um, I think the possibility that we've somehow are in some sort of limbo and have done this multiple times works. I mean, it kind of even works as a mechanic considering that we had to go through multiple times and die. I don't know if there's that much there. I think this is one of those times where they've left it open and you can interpret it how you want. So now you've given this whole complex thing. I don't know that it's there. And I don't know that we have proof of it being there. I don't think that we'll really know until we've played the second one. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I've got no idea if the second one even falls on. I don't know if it does or we have not. No idea. It could be a totally different Different thing. universe for all you know. Yeah. But I think this might be a time where they've, they've not given us much and you've created this elaborate story in your head. Uh, I'm going to say it's not really there and it seems disjointed. But if we find out at some point that there is a proper story, then that, that could make a difference, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, there's really not much for story, but it is a very fun game. Yeah. Is a... I mean, we got five hours out of it for free. And yeah. if we go by the $2 an hour um, value scale, that's I, I'm not really good at math, but five divided by $0 is infinite, isn't it? <laughs> so that's <laughs> I, infinite I think it, value. I think it's undefined, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> infinite value. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I, I totally recommend this game, especially if you like puzzle games. Not just puzzle games, but especially if you like escape room games. I mean, this is an escape room game that you can play... And get a good experience from your computer. It's not a puzzle game like Portal or something like that. But this is an escape room puzzle game that is immersive and is free. And you can and play with a friend, which is... And you can play with a friend, yeah. It's yeah. And it's co-op. And that's three total uh, gold stars for me as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I would definitely recommend this game to anybody who likes puzzles. And that that's pretty much it. We were here. We recommend it. Yes. Gaps filled are more gaps created. <laughs> oh, okay. So you remember once. <laughs> All right.